Welcome to Tell Me Your Story. This is a special edition of Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we're focusing on the works of contributing authors to a Sacred Stories publishing book, third in the series, called Mayhem to Miracles. And uh, this particular book contains some wonderful, wonderful <clears throat> insights that you are going to hear about on this program as we speak with our respective guests. We uh, have spent time interviewing uh, 12, 12 different authors of the 30. And um, we are going to talk with one of those authors today who has contributed a story called A Mother's Mission to Save Her Child. Uh, similar, uh, it sounds like these are similar stories, but they are each one uniquely different. Uh, certainly the emotions are the same as we've talked about on this program. We all do experience the same emotions, but our stories are what make us unique. And my very special guest, and I apologize for not asking this question before we started, but I'm going to ask it now. Deborah, I want to thank you for joining us on the program. And how do you pronounce your last name? Beauvais. Beauvais. And thank you for the opportunity. Say again. Thank you for the opportunity. Ab come. Absolutely. So Deborah Beauvais is our guest here on the program, and it's a wonderful opportunity to talk with her. Not only about her story as it appears in the book uh, that I just mentioned, which is Mayhem to Miracles, but also about the work that she does, the, the, the other work, the other things that she is involved in. And we're very, very grateful to have her here today to, to discuss uh, those kinds of things because we need to learn from one another. And uh, we're going to learn a lot, I think, today from Deborah. So um, first things first, let us uh, uh, give out some information here about uh, uh, Deborah has... Um, has I, am, am I correct that this is a book by you called Love by Intuition? No, that's the name of my radio show. And it's Living Your Truth Through Higher Guidance. And uh, this particular program's message is love in the purest form. Let's start by talking about the work that you do and, of course, this program. Now, you say it's a radio program. Is it genuinely a radio program that it probably is also a podcast similar to Tell Me Your Story? Uh, and then uh, and you have, uh, obviously, various guests on discussing the things that uh, they're working on, the, the experience that they have had. Tell us a little bit about this work. All right. Well, it starts actually with the station that I founded and started all my, all by my very own self <laughs> um, back 15 years ago. And um, so the station is Dream Vision 7 radio and TV network. And I just happen to have a couple of shows on the station. So my work is all... Um, was all imbued in love, first of all. And someone had suggested at a radio station, gee, you should have your own network. And for some strange reason, it just resonated with me. Mm -hmm. I had no idea 
of what to do or how to do it. And but yet it excited me. And that's one of the things I think that happens in our lifetimes if we tune into that feeling, whatever it may be, whether it's a job or project, if we start to feel some excitement inside, then even though there may be fear as to what to do or how to do it, I think it's so important to follow that excitement because that's really the foundation of your purpose in life. And then it just transforms and elevates from there. Now, is this a, a genuine radio station with transmitter and tower? Uh, no, it's not. A, uh, that's terrestrial. Right. This is a full internet radio station with all the bells and whistles. We have about 50 um, other podcast directories that we're connected to. We're also syndicated with some other stations in the States as well as Europe. And um, and then we have all the Alexa, all the different ways to listen in your car or or at home or on your mobile devices, all of that. So, and what's exciting is we actually do video. And when we're doing the video on YouTube, it's broadcasting through our system. It took us about six months to put that together. Mm. Um, but that's, it's an exciting thing because you can listen through the station or go to the YouTube all simultaneously. So I'm very excited about it, obviously. And it's, it has grown so much from that little thought that was planted. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'm almost certain that you have experienced some uh, not only incredible growth, but also changes just in the last 15 years, uh, just as far as the technology is concerned. I've been doing this for over 40 years, and I've seen unbelievable changes. I still work for a terrestrial radio station that does stream live on the on the Internet. Uh, but mm -hmm. also this radio program is a podcast, is a video cast, because people can see this program on YouTube, on the channel Tell Me Your Story, as well as go to SoundCloud, iTunes, and many of the other podcast sites around the Internet to listen wow. to these programs. And then, of course, they can listen to the program live <clears throat> here uh, from this station, Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. and Monday mornings at 1 a.m. and 9 a.m. for our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. And uh, it is uh, richarddugan.com. That's the website where people can listen live to Tell Me Your Story. Deborah Beauvais is my guest, and we are talking about uh, the work that she is doing through the radio and TV station and network that she has created over the last 15 years, which I have to say is very exciting. I know that if I was to own my own radio station, Deborah, <clears throat> based upon the way things have gone thus far in this country in the last, I'm just going to say in the last eight years, it could be, we could even put it a little less time than that as well. I would st I would have a radio station, a news talk and information station that took information from as many different sources as is possible. Basically yeah. putting into play what is called the fairness doctrine that was eliminated by Ronald Reagan back in 1981 when he deregulated the Federal Communications Commission, uh, eliminating uh, third-class licenses and so on and so forth. And uh, the, my perspective, of course, and I don't know uh, about yours, but is uh, not to have echo chambers, to have information about an issue from as many perspectives as is possible, and to truly, truly let 
the listener and or the viewer. Make up their own mind. Not tell them this is the perspective that you should have. And anytime exactly. I talk about my own personal experiences and my own personal philosophies, beliefs, etc., they're mine. I don't put them on anybody. Uh, mm -hmm. And don't ever accuse me of doing that because I will never do that. That's not what this program is about. And I know that's probably not what your network is about. Right, right. And I, I love your idea of having all the different perspectives because, and then let people make up their minds. And then we change as we as we go along in our life journey, what we believed when we were 25 is certainly different from our belief systems when we're 45. And it goes from there. And because we're evolving yeah. and that's what the human does. If you're stuck in your stuff and you're carrying on the belief systems from generations earlier, you really have to ask a lot of questions of yourself. Is this my belief? Or is it someone else's? And that's how you evolve. Yeah. You know, I was in, you, you quoted uh, somebody I interviewed about 35 years ago. He was a Christian musician, Christian singer, songwriter by the mm -hmm. name of John Fisher. And he was uh, telling me of a story, uh, his story about how he was sitting one day in his New England writer's garret, if you will, looking out the window at the falling leaves during uh, uh, this time of the year, fall. Mm -hmm. He was born and raised in what was called the Jesus Movement of the 70s in California. Mm -hmm. And he grew up in all of that stuff. And the question came to him, and I, I, could, not, I could not be more appreciative of his perspective. He said, uh, the question that came to mind is, is what I believe what I believe or what I've been told to believe? Now, this is coming from a, an evangelical, Bible-believing uh, Christian musician uh, mm -hmm. who has been following God for, who know, for the better part of his life. <laughs> and now, all of the sudden, he is questioning what he is, not so much what he is believing, but why he's believing what he's believing. Exactly. And I'll throw one more thing in there and have you respond. We had Greg Braden on this program uh, talking about his book, uh, The Healing Power of Belief. Mm -hmm. And he said, there will come a day when we will no longer believe. We will just know. And I thought, wow, boy, won't that be exciting because I won't have to worry about justifying my perspectives. And, and quite honestly, I don't have to now. I mean, what you believe, Deborah, Deborah Beauvais, and what I believe might be totally diametrically opposed. But mm. who am I to tell you you're wrong? I, I'm yeah. not. Mm. And I'm not here to tell you, I'm sorry, Deborah, but unless you do it this way, you're not going to go to heaven. You're going to burn in the fires of hell. I mean, yeah. these were the messages that I got in the 15 years I worked for Christian radio back in the 80s, early 90s. Uh, so share with us uh, your perspective on this in terms of uh, how you perceive beliefs and your experiences, especially with this network that you have. And these, I'm sure it's a diversity of programs and subject matter. 
Yes, it is, but it's all based in a holistic um, perspective. Um, and I created it that way and like to continue in that um, genre per se. There's all different uh, perspectives, topics, modalities, all the different things from the host. We have four MDs that are, you know, really mind, body, spirit doctors now, well-known doctors. Mm -hmm. um, but th there's, a, there's a range, but it's all based in, in really putting the information out there, even the modalities that everyone has, putting it out, and people can pick and choose what resonates with them, whether it's a tool, whether it's a, an idea, whether it's a meditation, whatever it may be. Um, so it, it's based in positivity. And, and yet, as we grow, um, we're, adding, we're adding shows that are still not bashing or, or criticizing in a negative way. But information, information, whether it's about our healthcare system, you know, corporate greed and warfare, all of all of those different things that I think people need to discuss and and decide what they want. Even even if you take it to being a consumer, I'm on that bandwagon of the food system that we have. The food system we have is driven by chemicals, by large corporations, big box companies, and we're the consumer. So if we stop buying the products that are worth are not really food, but they have the word food on there. If we stop buying, then they are forced to create and, and offer more organic foods, real food, fresh food, all, all of that. Um, so I think we need to discuss it and realize, teach people that they have they have power within themselves to find who the truth of who they are. And they have the power with their dollars and to speak up. I think it's where the world is now. We need to speak up. Well, no, that doesn't serve us. That's not what we want because we are the people, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we are. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then when it, you spoke of heaven, you know, I'm in a place now where what is heaven? Is there a heaven? I'm asking a lot of questions. And I think that it's, it's a good thing to ask because then what happens when you have a conversation, this clarity that comes on maybe a thought that you've had for a couple of years and now it just drops in the spot and you're like, yes, that, that works for me. That resonates for me. Even that the afterlife, speaking of that, um, there's a lot of information that we have from people that have had um, uh, um um, afterlife experiences. I'm trying to think of the Oh, term. near death and out of body. Near death. Thank yeah. you. Near death experiences. So there's a lot of questions there. But then the other piece of it is, what do we really know? Um, so <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's enjoyable to just, it amazes me, I think, and fascinates me that we all have different perspectives, ideas, thoughts. Um, we, we all buy a different brand of ketchup. I just find it all fascinating. Oh, no, we all buy the same brand of ketchup. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's only one 
I'm not going to say which one that is uh, because <laughs> everybody buys a different brand of ketchup. This is, uh, I think, a fascinating way for us to dive into some of the work that you have been doing. You actually are a children's story or book uh, writer. Uh, yeah. uh, you have uh, a one book out uh, that is entitled The Pager Doll Kids. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment as we continue talking with Deborah Beauvais. She is our guest. She's a contributor and has been a contributor to all three of the Sacred Stories publishing books uh, going back to Chaos to Clarity which uh, we featured 12 of the inter of the authors or contributors to that book back in January of 2019 uh, the entire month of tell me your story was devoted to that that whole uh, area of uh, talking about the stories in that book. Uh, also, there was another book that you've contributed to called Crappy to Happy. And also, uh, the last or latest one, I should say, the latest one is Mayhem to Miracles, True Stories of Courage, Triumph, and Peace. And um, we are going to have a couple of the other co-authors, uh, some of the other people who have contributed to this work as well, here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host. I'm here with Deborah Beauvais. We're talking about Mayhem to Miracles, published by the uh, Sacred Stories Publishing Company, sacredstoriespublishing.com. We hope that you will go to that website and take a look at the book, get a copy of the book. You can also go to another website, and we will be linked to this website. It is dreamvisions7radio.com. That is Deborah's website where you can find out about uh, the work that she is doing through this television and radio network, if you will. Uh, uh, kind of exciting. I, 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 uh, maybe uh, in, in, in other circumstances, I may take umbrage with you referring to it as a radio station uh, because uh, to me, radio is terrestrial. But I guess... <laughs> If you're broadcasting through whatever medium you are able to, information that entertains, educates, inspires, informs, um, call it whatever you want, it's a great medium. I myself believe that terrestrial radio will be around long after I'm gone, and I still have another 40 years to go. I'm 61. Then I got another 40 years to go, Deborah. <laughs> so I believe it'll still be here. It will transform. I mean, yeah, you, can, I agree. you can actually run a radio station. I could run a radio station from my studio up on the hill where I live here in Santa Barbara. Yeah, I don't have, yeah. I, I could, I, I would have to find a way to get the, the signal to the tower, but not impossible. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. We actually transmit the signal uh, of our broadcast site uh, to our transmitter site via the Internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, anything is possible. And in, a, and, a, and in this day and age, that, that is more true now than ever before. Anything is possible. And you've made that a, a truism as well uh, through the work that you are doing. Let's jump back. Um, we're going to get into the story of your story in Mayhem to Miracles in just a moment. But I want to ask about this children's book and the, the reason why you're writing a, a, a children's book, The Pager Doll Kids, which, of course, is an e-book. It's available on Amazon. And just one quick question. Have you, is, it one, is it a children's book that can be made into Audible, or are there lots of pictures that 
they don't really translate real well in Audible. Um, it could be Audible. Okay. And it's Paper Doll Kids. Paper Doll Kids. I'm not sure. Yes. Did I say? Oh, I said pager. I beg your pardon. Yes. Paper, the paper doll kids. My paper goodness. Paper dolls. Yes. Oh, uh, well, tell us about the, the 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 focus that you have had in regards to writing a, a children's book. Well, it really all started with children, and we all have inner guidance, and we all have guidance from above, from everywhere, from a tree, from a table. There's guidance. What do you want to call it? Um, you know, this higher being, what do you want to call it? God, creator, whatever it may be. And I used to call it God. I used to think it was a guy with long hair and a beard. Um, but then you you find out as you uh, start on your journey that that's not, that may not be true. Oh, no, don't tell me that. And now next you're going to tell me there's no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes. And, and so, as we go on our journey, we learn that we have higher guidance, whether you want to think that it's the angels or um, the archangels, whatever, whatever it may be. But there is a creator of some fashion. Mm -hmm. And what happens when you tune into it? because that's what we are. We are love. We are energy. We are part of, of God is that messages come and glorious messages. Sometimes they come in pieces as you probably have experienced Richard and other times it just comes all in one big lump. And that's what happened with the kids. It started with the kids for love project it's a radio show and it's a project where I actually went into the school system and taught kids how to connect with themselves. They're already connected much better than we are because they're still young and um, connected to source. Um, we're trying to find it, you know, as we grow older. Anyway, um, it was all about mind, body, spirit, teaching them um, different, the, the sense the smell, the seeing, all those different things, how, where their love button is, which is the source of their energy, all the different fun things. And so I did that for a while. And then it evolved into a book. And the book is all about seven kids. That's my number. Um, seven kids flying around, doing good deeds, and, and really bringing awareness to planet consciousness unity consciousness and um and endangered animals and it's all weaved around um my family and it's a legacy from my late husband um the second husband i went from the worst in the book mayhem to miracles to the most amazing husband but he was killed in an accident but we had 17 years and they were amazing years. And so the book is a legacy for the Bove family. Oh, that's beautiful. That is really beautiful. Um, obviously, 17 years later, uh, uh, my, my sincere condolences for your loss because it sounds well, like you, you had an amazing uh, second life in those 17 years. When I divorced, people used to look at me 
you just you don't look the same. You look like you've been reborn, you know, like, you know, mm -hmm. reincarnated into a new life. And I, I and I started thinking about that in terms of. Yeah, in a manner of speaking. And again, it's not to say that the first life was horrible, because if I were to ask you, Deborah, so I understand you and your family went to Disneyland. How was it? And you sit there and go, oh, it was fantastic. It was so great. I'd say liar. Yeah. <laughs> because... I know there were some frustrations. I know there were some challenges. The kids were unruly. They got noisy. They did this. The lines were unbelievable. And the price of the food drove me nuts. <laughs> you know, and plus the fact that it wasn't real healthy and so on and so on. So there's, there's always two sides to it. And, and so when I talk about my first marriage, uh, yeah, it, it did ended in divorce for several different reasons. But that doesn't mean that there weren't some good times there. Now, in your case, with your second husband, you got that second chance, so to speak. Uh, yes, I and, did. And uh, you also have kids. You even mentioned that. And your story is about uh, how you saved, you know, your your children and and so forth. So tell us a little bit about this this work, if you will, and about your story about how a mother, a mother's mission to save her child. Okay, going back to the beginning of time. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I came from a tumultuous childhood, just like many of us. And, and at the time, you know, it's awful, it's heavy. But as time goes on, you, you can see, especially if you open your consciousness, you can see the gifts in everything that happens. Um, it doesn't change maybe the um, the depth of the sorrow or whatever. However, you do come to peace and you see all the gifts. So back then, um, I got married young. Um, I had a lot of emotional abuse at the at the childhood level. And so marrying someone that was physically and emotionally abusive um, seemed like, well, gee, this is the way it is. And I was young. Um, so when I, when I got pregnant, I thought in my na naive way that all the abuse would stop and it didn't. And, but the, the physical abuse didn't happen again for a little while. And then I was in the shower one day and there was an argument and he hit me while I was pregnant with his child as well. And that was a wake up call for me. You know, it was okay back then. Um, I accepted the abuse, but once he hit me while I was carrying my daughter that's when I said, okay, this is it. I also had a very strong foundation within me that I was not going to be like my mom. My mom had an, an abusive, abrasive childhood, abandonment, all of that. And then she had mental health issues because I believe that generation kept everything inside and then it turned to health issues. And so I didn't want to be my mom. I wanted my child to have joy, love, and be safe. Mm. And the safety was really strong within me. So that's when, so that's when I started to plan to run away. 
and um, and I had no idea again of how I was going to do that. But I started to, I was a, a stylist, a hairstylist at the time. And I saved $50 here, $50 there. Um, and it was quite, it was quite a journey because back then when I was looking for a place to live in a short period of time, um, because back then, he would go on little toots, as I would call them, and he might be gone for three or four days. Yeah. So when he was gone is when every, all the action came in. And um, my stepmother at the time drove me around, but the most, um, the most devastating part of it all when I was trying to find my way and save her was that back then they did not rent to a single mom with a child, there had to be a man there. Oh wow! Um, yes, and I wasn't I wasn't comfortable with lying, uh, and so it was me and my six week your six week old child is when I left, and um, and so it took it a while to find a place to find a roof, but I eventually did, mm. and so uh, yeah, yeah, I. I... I find it uh, interesting that you had to plan out your escape. And I've heard these stories before from women yeah. specifically, but it's not exclusive to women either. Sometimes men are in abusive situations and mm -hmm. they've got to find a way out. Uh, right. And it's, it's, it, but it's not in the nature of, of uh, some men to just run, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it is it is uh, um, just very interesting that we um, we we have this this as men we have this innate need to fix. I can fix this. I can fix yeah. this. And I think women do too, Richard. Um, I think a lot of young women do. I was one of them where I thought, you know, I would fix it. You know, I'll take this now, but we can fix it. So, but I, I agree with you. There are a lot of men that have to plan and escape as well. Well, I know that I have um, experienced that with my first marriage and divorce when I had to make the decision, um, I, I'm, I've got to go. I, I can't stay in this, this environment anymore. Um, and that is a tough decision to make because you've spent all this time, you've invested all of this time in this relationship. In my case, it was 15 years. And it disappointed me, it saddened me, and it frustrated me because when I got married at the age of 23, which may or may not have been too young for me, I, my, one of my goals was to be married as long as my parents, who just celebrated their 65th wedding anniversary back in June of 2021. My father's 90, doing great, going strong. Mother's 87, also doing great and going strong back in Phoenix. And that, that hurt that I knew that 
if I found someone else, I had to start all over. It was like running a, a, a marathon uh, and then making a mistake uh, at the the uh, 22 mile mark or the 18 mile mark, and then I got to go back to the beginning and start all over again. Yes. Uh, and and I always hated that. Or some I used to bicycle everywhere, and sometimes I would head out on my journey, and this was a recreational b bicycle. A bicycle ride in Phoenix where I would want to go out to Scottsdale or out to Glendale, what have you. And, oh, I forgot. And I'd already traveled four miles. I had to go back and pick up whatever it was that I forgot and then start all over again with that first four miles. So the rest yeah. of the ride was, I wonder how much further I'd be along if I hadn't forgotten that thing, you know. Right. But uh, sometimes, yeah, you, you got to start over. Um, for you. Starting over, uh, how was that for you in terms of making your own way? And obviously, we we can say, oh well, it was great and successful because well, here she is, Deborah Bove, talking to us here. She has her own TV radio network, and she's just going great guns uh, with the work that she's doing. Uh, but uh, I'm sure you did not see that at the time that you were making this decision to say bye bye. Right, I was 21 when I ran away with her. Uh, so, I mean, just that in itself, when I think of, I have grandchildren now, and I think, you know, it's not too far from now that they're going to be 21, some of them. Yeah. And you think, oh my gosh, how did I do that? But you have, every one of us has such inner strength that we can call upon right within us. Um, and then we have the higher guidance as well. I didn't know back then that there was this higher guidance that could help me. I just went on steam. And one of the things I'd like to bring up, in order for me to have the inner strength in my young mind, I thought the best way was to build hate against the father, against the husband. And obviously we know now that hate creates trauma inside and that trauma can turn into health issues all kinds of things and it's just not it doesn't serve anyone but at that time that's what gave me the strength to leave to to just move myself physically and start making the plans to leave mm. and then years later years later i'm working on the trauma from that hatred and even, I think, in all honesty, and it's something new that I have awakened to, is that when I was, when my daughter was in utero, I was focusing on hate. And I know that that is not healthy for the child. Mm. So it opens up to a whole string of issues and trauma when you have that hate. We should never hold that for anyone or anything. Deborah Bovee is my guest. She is the author of The Paper Doll Kids. She is also the author of a story that is that you will find, that you, the listener and the viewer, will find in Mayhem to Miracles, published by Sacred Stories Publishing Company. SacredStoriesPublishing.com is that website, so you can find out more. I'm sure it is also available on Amazon. So uh, get your uh, clicker over there and get a copy of the book and read her story. Also, you can go to uh, Deborah's website, which we will be linked to, Dream Visions 7, the number 7, Dream Visions 7. 
heavenradio.com. And we encourage you to, uh, uh, to check out uh, the work that she is doing, maybe become a part of what she is doing. She's also the co-host of a, uh, a radio program. Um, I, I suppose if there's video, you could also call it a television program called Love by Intuition. And we're going to talk about that next here on the program as we continue talking with Deborah on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. You know, we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We're looking for those new ways of living because the old ways look around you. They're not working. So we got to come up with something new. Uh, we need to move forward on this. And uh, we're doing that. And Deborah's doing that. And she's finding uh, new ways of doing things that weren't even around when I got into this business. And it's really exciting for me to be a part of the transformation as well and and the learning curve. It's uh, it's really a lot of fun. And there are a lot of people that I owe uh, my uh, place right here, right now with you, Deborah. thousands of people that I owe a debt of thanks and gratitude to who have helped me along the way over the past 40 plus years, uh, including, of course, my parents that I mentioned earlier. But I want to touch upon something that you said, but also um, the title of your of your uh, radio program, television program, uh, Love by Intuition. We talk on this program, Deborah about encouraging people to participate in, at first, it was the year of perfect vision, 2020. Then it became the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s. To go within, to listen to that still, small voice and spend time in that quiet, peaceful, calming place uh, just to relax and rejuvenate, re-energize, um, and listen to the guidance that is there for you as an individual. Tell us about, and I, I, I kind of like to put it this way, tell us about your inner life in regards to your intuition or listening to your higher self or the divine, whatever name you might give it. In what respect? In terms of not only your choosing to leave at the age of 21, but also in terms of many of the other decisions that you've made since then, including 15 years ago, starting this radio television network. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So back when I was 21, um, I really didn't know I had guidance. And, that, and that's another thing to consider, for everyone to consider, no matter how young or old they are, there's an innate guidance from above or from, you know, it doesn't have to be above, it's the light, and mm -hmm. the light is everywhere. It is. And, um, <laughs> and so there's that guidance that we all have, even if we, even if we're not awakened to it, it's there. And I feel as though, and, you know, looking back, that I had that guidance, and then I was driven to leave and save my daughter. And naturally there are challenges throughout our whole lives. I say there's lives within our lives mm. um, because that's how our souls grow. And that's why we're on earth to experience, at least I, from my perspective, I feel we're here to learn and grow our souls through emotions, through heaviness, through darkness, and, and to see you know, what makes us tick. What's unique about us? What's our truth? So that's what guided me at 21. Um, 
and not being my mom. (laughs) (laughs) And I love my mom unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it is. But so what happened beyond that is even through the wonderful 17 years that I had with my husband, um, you make decisions by a message and it's hard to articulate how that message comes. Most times for me, they come early in the morning, just as I'm awakening. It might be a whole, a whole project. It might be a person's name. It might be clarification to start a new project or to just know that whatever Whatever challenge it may be, it's a it's it's there for us to learn. It's a lesson. And I say that every morning. What am I going to learn today? You know, especially when a challenge comes with technology or or different things that happen in life. I'll say, okay, well, what you know, this is I can go down this path, which you do because you know you're annoyed, you're aggravated, but then you stop and say, Well, wait a minute now. What am I gonna what am I going to learn from this? And then sure as heck, there's a little nugget that you can take to the next project or the next challenge. And you're like, okay. And I always say, thank you. Um, and so this is what's guided me. And and paying attention, as I said early on, to that excitement that you have, you know, excitement around a book excitement around the station and I I wanted to just clarify because I agree with you that there's so many radio platforms out there people will say that they have a radio station and it might just be on demand mp3s Mm -hmm. for me a station is terrestrial first and foremost and then for our station, because that's where I started when we started Dream Vision 7 we were not producing shows. We were we bought a block of time on a terrestrial station, and that's how we started. Mm. So I still have that love and honor for terrestrial radio. With our station now, we graduated um, some years back to broadcasting. You have to have the software and all of that, but we're broadcasting. And then we're streaming. Broadcasting means that you have technology system that you can broadcast live shows. And then we graduated, as I mentioned earlier, to doing video live and broadcasting live through our station simultaneously. So for me, that works as a station. But again, I know that terrestrial radio is will always be there. And that's the foundation with all the pieces. And it's a it's a big job. And our job is really big with what we're doing. Um, And I'm just I'm excited over it, as always, always looking for something new, always looking to see what new technology has come. Um, And so I receive daily guidance with the station, with my life. And and even with, um, for the people listening, even if you have uh, an illness or something going on, I just say out loud, what do I need to know to heal this? What do I need to know to heal this over here? Or say, or even say the 
personal body um, organ or whatever it may be that you're wanting to heal. If you've done a lot of work, inner work, you've healed a lot, but sometimes the trauma stays longer. And when you outly, not just say it within yourself, but say it out loud. And I'll, I'll say, creator, Lord, God, I interchange all the names, <laughs> um, but I will say, what do I need to know? And there's so many, I'll, I'll tell you, well, there are so many different miracles that have happened when you trust that guidance. Um, there's so many things that I've experienced where I've been, you know, um, in a, in a dangerous situation in life and something that has happened right in front of me shows me I need to leave and get out of that situation. There's so many wondrous things that happen when you tune into the guidance. I'm sorry, I'm going on too much about that, but. Well, see, that's the beauty of podcasts is yes. there's no time limit. We could go on for hours if we wanted to. And, and that's the thing I love about uh, the podcast and videocast world is that there is that expansion, whereas with the radio version of this program, uh, we are, of course, constrained by the clock and other programming. So we need to keep that in mind as well. We're talking with Deborah Beauvais. She is the, uh, a contributing author to Mayhem to Miracles, available through sacredstoriespublishing.com, and we are also encourage you to go to Dream Visions 7, that's Dream Visions, the number 7, radio.com, and, and that is Deborah's website, and we encourage you to go there to find out more, and uh, we hope that you will stay with us here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you for staying with us here on the program as we talk with Deborah Beauvais and the work that she is doing, especially through her radio television network, which is dreamvision7radio.com, and we hope that you'll go there. I want to ask you um, a little bit more about the, the, the network, Dream Vision 7. Um, tell me about... You said it was holistic, and I was just looking at some of the shows, the titles, and you've got, you you don't have just one tab with all of the shows. You have three tabs. There are so many shows, you have to have three tabs so that the <laughs> list is not super long. you got to scroll uh, halfway down the uh, the next page just to get there. But tell us about some of the, the shows and their hosts, and I'm curious because I've worked for a few stations, including this one, where after a while— and I've been here 15 years, it becomes a family. People begin to grasp the vision, or at least they're part of your vision. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell us about that connection, that collaboration, that community. Yes, um, well said, because it does become a family where, you know, we're a large community with all different people involved, uh, listeners and such. Some of our hosts have been with us since the beginning. Um, and, and yes, they, my, my work is all about teaching people self-love, uh, of which naturally is my own journey. And I think there's like, I don't know what the percentage is, but it seems like 90% of the human race 
really needs to realize that they're enough just the way they are, that they are loved and they're never alone and they are safe. And those are the things that is the foundation that I started with, with the station. So when you resonate in that and you live your truth in everything you do, and obviously none of us are perfect, but if you're living from that place, then you attract people that are feeling that same way. So many of the hosts are, you know, they have modalities, they have their own business, but it's all around holistic, teaching people to connect with the inner child, teaching people how to heal cancer in their own way. And when I say that, it may be from a holistic approach and conventional medicine blended together, um, and, or it may just be the holistic piece, um, finding your way there, uh, because there's a lot of uh, modalities and things that can heal us that may not have the billions of dollars to advertise or may be squashed because of corporate um, greed and all. Yeah. So, so, so the, um, we have Dr. Bernie Siegel, who uh, is 88 years old now. I had him on this he, program many times. Wonderful yes. man. Yes, and he's a pioneer in, in guided imagery and dreams and all. We have Cat Cannabis, who I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. who's an excellent dream expert and will help you understand what the dream actually means from different angles, too. Um, we have Dr. Malen Ryobi. She is an MD and she's, she's dual um, MD certified, both in integrative medicine as well as OBGYN. And her, she knows the body and how it works. So her show is all about um, what the body does if you feed it certain things or, or give it a med. We have Dr. Carolyn Dean, who has an amazing group and community within herself and it's all about supplements and magnesium that we need as a body and you can find out all this information by exploring yourself mm. you know it's it's a it, a lot of the mds as dr bernie and dr emmett miller will tell you um that have been with me for years that doctors aren't educated in alternative ways they're they're learning how to medicate how to to find they're not finding preventative they're trying to fix the issue instead of going to the core mm -hmm. and that is something that we need to talk about think about and learn ourselves um to see if that's if that suits us if if that works for us yeah um so all the all the different hosts have their ways of putting their message out again you can add this to your toolbox you can remove that whatever works and they're talking from the their hearts as you do. And when you do come from your truth and your heart, then people know that, that what you're saying is worthwhile listening. And then it's up to the listener to decide what they want to do with that information. Mm. 
Bernie Siegel, of course, uh, is also a contributor to Mayhem to Miracles, published by Sacred Stories Publishing. Uh, he, I believe, was also in Chaos to Clarity. Needless to say, uh, we've had a lot of fun with him, uh, especially when he and his grandson collaborated on a book of poetry and other things yes. as well. Uh, the other thing that I find very interesting in regards to uh, holistic health, uh, in terms of not fixing the problem after it's developed, the, the symptom, if you will, yes, yes. but the, the whole aspect of, of preventative, taking care of oneself. My father told me when I started driving at the age of 38, mind you, oh, that wow. he says, uh, just make sure you change the oil. If that's all you do is have a regular oil lube and filter change, your vehicle is going to last a heck of a lot longer. And when you, when you finally made the final payment, you won't be making more payments to the mechanic to fix the problems that weren't there and wouldn't be there now if you had just changed the oil on a regular routine basis. And that's what I do. I mean, that's, that's a simple thing. Mm -hmm. um, now, I'm not paranoid to where I'm hearing this noise and I take it to my, I'm hearing this, ticka, 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 or blah, 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 blah. I, and, and then he's got to try to find it. No, no, no. Uh, I, I will do that, and I ask him to do like a, a bulb check around the truck and make sure all the lights bulbs are on because I don't want to get a, a, a ticket, fix-it ticket for that because uh, that's kind of a pain, and you got to find an officer to sign off of a, on it when, once you get it fixed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I try to take care of those things before something goes wrong. So when it comes to the human body, there is a technique I learned, oh, my gosh, close to 35 years ago called kinesiology. Muscle testing is another name for it. Um, mm -hmm. But that, uh, because it is said that the body will not lie. It will always tell you the truth. That's right. And that's why I believe so strongly in the intuition. I mean, it's, it's in there, <laughs> if you will, uh, mm -hmm. to put it euphemistically. Uh, and it's there to help you, and it will guide you. And sometimes you don't actually have to do the old this and this and da-da-da, yes and no, no and yes. Sometimes you just have to s just pause for a moment and listen. Okay, yeah. how do I feel about this? How do I feel about that? And you're going to know right away. And the, here's the other thing I'd love for you to dive into real quickly here before we have to wrap the program up, and that is this. Um. The process of, so to speak, exercising your uh, intuition, or maybe not so much exercising your intuition, but exercising your trust in your intuition. And maybe start with little things and kind of work your way, work your way up. Okay. All, all I can think of a bigger things, but... Well, no, we, I mean, you, we eventually get there. <laughs> but, I mean, you don't trust your intuition to the big things from the very beginning of being told, hey, listen oh, to I that see. inner voice, listen to that still small voice, and so yeah. forth. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah, but how can I be sure that, you know, it's not going to have me walking off of a cliff? Well, I can guarantee you it's not going to have you walking off of a, a cliff. Never put right. you in harm's way. It will right. challenge you. I know you would agree, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But let's yeah, talk a little a, bit about that in terms of beginning the process of trusting your intuition. Okay. Okay. I think it really starts with meditation. Um, if you're sitting quietly and, and learning how to meditate, 
that's when you tune into it more. But at the very beginning, it goes, I always went by a feeling. And if I was doing something or involved with something that uh, wasn't to the highest good of, of safety, I would start to feel nauseous right in the area where your intuition is. And I would be like, why am I feeling nauseous? And then I'd be like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. And I think that's what we all start with. Um, <laughs> is that, you know, it it will tell you. It will tell you. But the, the main thing, I think, for the average person uh, is to listen. We're so busy in our lives today, especially the younger ones that have their jobs and the children and the, um, the pandemic and all of that goes on. Um, we need to stop and listen, you know, and listen to how we're feeling. Just as I mentioned with doing the station, just the idea of starting the network, I got excited. And that was how I knew that was the right path to take. And so it, it just evolves from there. The more time that you spend in nature, just watching a bird, listening to a bird, watching uh, a hummingbird, um, which has come right to me, they talk. The trees talk with you. All of that, if you just spend even 15 minutes at, at the beginning. And then what happens is it feels good. And you get tingles and you can feel light within yourself. You feel so much better, both physically, mentally, emotionally. And so that's what propels you to want to spend more time, to want to, to take more time, even if it's five minutes, a few times during the day. So that's, that's how that all works. But it also saves you. I, I wanted to share this, um, it's a long story, but the short story of it was that I was in the home. I went to the home of a boyfriend who had taken money from my daughter, one of my daughters. And I was not going to put up with that because I was the protector of my girls. And so I went to the home to retrieve the money and like I said, there's a lot of details, but I just sat on a chair and then yelling started to happen. The next thing that happened before my very eyes, the whole room filled up with a white fog. And I was like thinking to myself, what is going on? And then there was a tunnel that opened up from the fog. This is real. This I'm explaining what I saw and experienced right in front of my eyes. And there was a tunnel that opened up so that I could see where the door was to leave. And there was all kinds of yelling going on at the time. And then a voice came to me and said, leave now, get out now, fast. And so I left. I don't know what would happen. Would, what would have happened if I stayed there? But all that happened right before my eyes. And these things happen to all of us uh, at different times of our lives. So I've had these experiences so many times 
I just know that we're all guided every day. We just need to listen and tune in. I would agree with you on that. It's very important for us to be listening. And we are listening to you, Deborah Beauvais. <laughs> She is the author of not only her own children's book called The Paper Doll Kids, she is also the author of a story you will find in Mayhem to Miracles. It is a book that I think you are going to want to get a hold of, uh, it, not just in these times, but at any time, looking for some inspiration and encouragement and enlightenment. Uh, I think uh, this, along with the other two books that have been put out by Sacred Stories Publishing called uh, Chaos to Clarity, Crappy to Happy, and now Mayhem to Miracles. I'm really curious as to what uh, words they're going to use to describe uh, the same concept in, the, in, in book four, because there are so many stories out there uh, mm -hmm. that you just can't put them all in one book. And I think it's great what they're doing in terms of uh, educating and enlightening and inspiring us here on Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. Deborah's website, by the way, is Dream Visions, that's plural, Dream Visions, the number seven, radio.com. And of course, the publishing company, sacredstoriespublishing.com, as we continue giving you new choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. This is Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, and I'm Richard Dugan, your host, along with with Deborah Beauvais, who is uh, sharing her time and her stories with us. Multiple stories of how she uh, was in one marriage and said, bye-bye, and then had another <laughs> one. And then uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he said bye-bye uh, due to an accident. But you yeah. had a marvelous turnaround in that second life with him. And, of course, you have a daughter uh, who uh, uh, I'm sure has been an inspiration to you. I was sharing this in another interview. I'll share this with you real quickly before we wrap things up. And that is that my mother, who is 87, doing well, doing great back in Phoenix. Um, some years ago, we were saying goodbye after some gathering, what have you. And she, we hugged each other. And I, I said to her, I says, I love you, Mom. And she said to me something that at the time I, I couldn't figure out really? She knows my name. She said, I love you, son. And it was only sometime after that, that I pondered that I'm going, you know what? I like that better. Not that I don't mind being called Richard, but there was something about my mother saying, I love you, son. Mm -hmm. That was so different. Uh, in terms of your connection with your daughter, your, you know, your child, no matter how old they get, they're still your children. I know this from what I've heard from parents. Uh, they will always be your children, even when you're in your 90s and they're in their 50s or 60s or 70s. Yes. Uh, talk to us a little bit before we wrap up about your connection, your relationship with your daughter. It's, it's in all honesty, it's been, it's always based in love. Um, but there, with... Um, there's so much history uh, that goes on with um, when some, when you leave. Uh, if you're speaking, I have three daughters, but that particular daughter mm -hmm. was um, adopted by my second husband, and it was a loving relationship. 
but there was a lot of history for her to sift through um, because I left the first husband, which technically was her biological father. She found out in her own way because I did not tell her any negativity. I didn't want to create anything for her. I wanted to have her find out herself. She knew that I left in order to save her, but she didn't know any reason why any of the, too much later. Mm -hmm. In her college years um, is when he came um, to find her and it was a it was an ugly situation in a public environment and she realized that this person was not a kind good person mm. and so there's been a lot she's been on a journey herself just as every person is to find her way we're all trying to find our way so she came with all this information and there's so many details to it um it's an unbelievable story. It could fill a book, just that particular um, experience. Now there's your next book. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so anyway, she's in a very good place now. She has two little boys and um, her husband is excellent. There's parts of him that remind me of um, her father, which is Rick. And... Um, the second husband. And so um, it's, it's, I guess that's all that I would like to share right now, other than we all continue. We never stop learning, as you know, Richard. We're going to be learning until it's time to transition to the other side. Um, and so, but I have learned so much from that relationship. And even today, um, I learned from her. Um, how I can be a better person, how I can just be in peace and support her with whatever she needs at the time. Mm. So it, it's, um, it's an interesting journey still ongoing. Yeah. Well, and as long as we are still walking and breathing and talking, on this earth. Uh, yeah, we are all um, on that uh, journey. Uh, we're on a journey right now with Deborah Beauvais, and uh, we're talking about the work that she does through her radio and television network, as well as the writings that she's doing. And who knows, folks, there may be a book coming about uh, the relationship that she has with her first daughter there. You never know uh, on this program what will uh, what will unfold. This is Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and we are uh, talking with Deborah Beauvais, contributor to Mayhem to Miracles, published by SacredStoriesPublishing.com. Her website, that is Deborah Beauvais' website, is dream visions plural the number seven so kind of think of it that way dream visions seven visions the number seven radio <laughs> dream visions seven dot com and uh, boy i tell you what it sounds like something i should uh, i should get involved in with tell me your story getting an expansion over that in that direction eh, maybe we'll talk later but one of the things that i do like to do deborah is i like to ask my guests three final questions okay you may have answered them during the program but I like to ask them directly. However, first, I am going to let you, the listener and the viewer, 
Know that I am thankful for your listening and watching. Tell me your story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are here Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. Oh, and don't forget about the 9 a.m. Wednesday special edition. Don't miss that one. And then, of course, we podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and many other locations around the Internet that even you folks are reposting our interviews, too. And thanks for doing that, too, by the way. We're also on YouTube. Tell me your story and Richard Dugan. Just look for the guy with the hat. Uh, and uh, we also hope that uh, you will support us financially if you can. We have a PayPal account for your security as well as ours. And when you go to send money to us, and we would greatly appreciate that, they're going to ask you for the email address for whom the contribution is for. Well, the email address is richard at richarddugan.com. That's richard at richarddugan.com. And we also ask you to participate in the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s. Go within uh, in a time of meditation. One of my guests has actually said, it doesn't have to take long. It could just start out with just 60 seconds. One minute, one minute of going within, being still, and being quiet and getting rejuvenated and re-energized and listening to that still small voice. I guarantee you, you won't go wrong. I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to make that guarantee. You won't go wrong if you're listening to that still small voice that is going to help to guide you and propel you forward into bigger and better and greater things in your life. Uh, but it doesn't do any good just to listen. You've got to follow the promptings. And I learned that lesson early on. And uh, now it's, I don't want to say that it's second nature because I don't want to take it for granted. But uh, it, it's almost second nature. I do try to stay conscious of that. With all of that, I now turn back to my guest and say, first of the three questions is, who is Deborah Beauvais? Oh, wow. I am a grateful person to have an opportunity to live on earth and grow my soul. I am based in love. Um, I am a person that lives for my truth and works for my truth, not only in my personal life, family life, business life. Um, I'm here exuding love and understanding. And I'm a person that questions a lot and wants to learn more about why we're here on this earth and, and what makes people tick and what's the afterlife like. And um, is there really an afterlife or is it just another dimension and we're not elevated enough? Um, we haven't transcended enough to understand what that is or even to see it. So I'm, I'm just... Um, I'm on my journey, and that's really who I am, and, and serving. Serving is very important to me. I think just as your show, Richard, um, by listening to our stories, listening to our journey, it helps people. It may be that, gee, I'm not alone. Someone else has experienced that. Or I don't have to be a victim anymore. I don't have to live from that victim mindset. I have a choice, you know, so it's opening people's minds that 
you know, they are powerful. They are a magnificent being. Their bodies can regenerate. They have choices um, and they can stay safe um, in all the ways that they choose to live their lives. And not to really live from that mainstream America, what kind of shoes am I going to buy next week? But or all my responsibilities is to stop and really listen to yourself in your life and always wanting. That's one of the things that I strive to be is a better person, not to be better than anyone else. I'm not saying it in that respect, but to just be better than I am today. Mm. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? Just knowing that you make a difference in people's lives, um, bringing attention to different things that we can do as a people, as a person. Many times people will say, well, what can I do? I'm just one person. But you can make choices. We can have unity. I believe it all starts with us. If we're resonating in hate, if we're disliking someone in the family, if we're talking about others and what they've done in a negative way, um, in a deceitful way, that is not serving to have peace and unity. It all starts within, as you know. Um, once you are resonating in kindness and that, we, have, we all have bad days. We all have challenges where you just wanna scream. But that doesn't change your way of treating others. And then you can forgive yourself. That's so important to forgive yourself and others um, so that you have the peace inside. Once the peace is inside, then we will see more people in peace on the outside. And that's how it works. It's universal law. Hmm. My final question. What is your life's purpose to teach love self-love that that the foundation of why i'm here not only for myself but for others to learn how to love yourself that you are enough as i mentioned earlier we are enough just the way we are we don't have to wait till we lose weight we don't have to be a better person we don't have to do anything but love ourselves to reconnect with the divine love that we are. We all have divine love within us. And it's just there waiting to reconnect. We already know this from a higher perspective, but from an earth perspective, um, perspective um, we, do not, we do not realize that. Once you find the love for yourself, then everything starts to glow. Every, all the pieces start to come together as long as you listen and then act. Be brave enough to act. Deborah Beauvais, I want to thank you so much for your time and your story and, and your radio and television network as well at dreamvisions7radio.com. Uh, we're very grateful for what you've shared with us, and I know that uh, uh, you have touched uh, the hearts and minds, I'm sure, of people uh, who are watching this program, but also who are watching your program on, uh, on your network. And uh, we thank you again for uh, giving us so much time. 
Thank you so much for having me. I, I've enjoyed it so much. I can feel the love and all. So thank you for the opportunity. And I thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, as we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to love.